This is Agronomy Moment. I'm Wendell Cohen. This time, denitrification of the soil. <clears throat> brief deep dive, if we can keep it brief. <laughs> we want to talk about why we lose nitrogen, what we cannot control, and what we can control, how we can implement good practices. And the reason I feel this one here is going to be a little different than what we've done in the past is we are actually going to dive a little deeper into some of the whys because I think it's going to help us come and understand for the lack of better terminology of which poison we're going to pick when it comes to springtime nitrogen management because we have to understand is this one here's a very difficult one to manage right mm -hmm. and so we we lose nitrogen in a variety of ways and there is no way known to the, the mankind on how you can save the nitrogen make it available to the plant at the right time and not lose any mm -hmm. you, you, the tendency is that when it becomes vulnerable to loss it becomes available to the plant in some form. So the factors that directly relate to nitrogen loss, by the way, look at that picture of the root system inside that cage. That's a Did you do that? No, <laughs> I'm I just wish. Vex, Vex Papa. What how does that say? Do what? Vex Practical Farm Research um, did this last year. And I'm actually wanting to do this. We could do this ourselves. Let's do it. I can get those cages, I think, I can find and buy them. And then we can plant like what they did. And all I need to do is find that um, little tiny pea gravel or whatever. The substrate. Yeah. The substrate. And I think we can do it ourselves. But anyway, um, what were we talking about? <laughs> we were about? wondering why our podcast goes so long. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the pH of the soil directly correlates to this. More acidic soils reduce your nitrogen loss and higher, more alkaline soils, the opposite. Temperature, lower temperatures, we know, reduces nitrogen loss. And as your temps increase, um, it increases in loss to a certain point. Water content in the soil, we measure this for a lot of times we'll find research and what I've found is measured in percent of water-filled pore space, meaning saturated soils, we lose more nitrogen as we dry out in loss is reduced. pH in acidic soils, smaller amounts of carbon and mineral nitrogen are available to the population that denitrifies your soil. So keeping 7.0 and below would be a good place to be uh, as it relates to nitrogen loss. Yes. And the corn crop. And the corn crop, meaning... So... In soybeans, your so, pH can be a little higher. Yeah, uh, but yes. So in soybeans, soybeans generally are supported, are better atmosphere for growth is a little bit higher of a pH than thinking yep. of it as uh, our corn, 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 crop. corn crop. But specifically yeah. talking about nitrogen before we stray too far on yes. uh, pHs. And then your temperature, um, those enzymes that are very active in denitrification 
really ramp up as we get into the temperatures that we would call optimum plant temperatures. So, you know, your 50s plus, mm-hmm. your 60s, your 70s, and then you'll see those enzymes slow back down as you get up in hot, really hot temps, but then your plant does as well. So last thing we talked about, what we talked about before is saturated soils, um, anaerobic bacteria uses nitrate and it ramps up its activity as we reduce oxygen as well as oxygen is reduced anaerobic bacteria spikes so in you'll see you know your gassing off or volatility of the nitrogen your nitrate levels so like we talked keeping soils below your 7-1 temperature i don't really know if we there's a lot to say on right yeah it's hard on on Specifically relating to soil temperature is what you're thinking, right? Yeah, I mean, how are we going to do this with corn crop? It's difficult because, like you said at the beginning of the presentation, most generally speaking, we see some sort of tillage. And which is going to naturally warm the soils. So, and and getting into that, naturally warming the soils is going to naturally lead to our losses because of our losses increasing with a higher temperature. Uh, So, kind of hard to... Uh, we, we think about cover crops, the things we do and, uh, to help our soil temperatures and retain either moisture or that temperature is, is cover crops and no-till situations. Yeah. But again, being a dead horse there, we, um, we just don't see that as much on, on the corn rotation. Right. And so knowing, um, let's see how cold we can plant our corn into, said no one ever, right? <clears throat> water field poor space of the soil I feel like this is probably one thing we can we can do it's not easy but we can do it and we're going to talk a little bit about what we can do and why it's a good idea uh, we can amend the soil mechanically sometimes biologically mechanically seems to be a little more certain what you can do biologically we don't always know what amendments have really made a big impact or what has made the biggest impact Water, internal drainage options, we can talk about tiling, uh, ripping, using a conservation approach, you could do inline ripping, fractured your soil layers, helps water infiltration, right? So we don't get that ponding effect on the surface. Right. UGOs, strategically placing, you know, your tile drains and so on. Uh, Surface drainage options like waterways, terraces, diversion ditches, and then we have biological again composition. You can do gypsum. You can do different things that alter your soil, help make it more. I don't know, there's lots of products out there that are being sold left, right, and center. How much they do, some of them um, can be a challenge. Anything you want to uh, put into this? Uh, no, I think summary will probably c- catch. Yep whenever we kind of discover the, uh, talk about all of it. In addition to water management, let's talk about the nitrogen management, the application, right? Risk mitigation is a good way to mitigate the risk is to budget for more than one trip. Don't throw everything in one trip, especially when you've got coarse soils. The coarser your soils, the more sandier, so on, uh, the less holding capacity they have for ammonia. Be flexible with your spring weather. You see a lot of rain. Good thing about more than one trip is you're not broke in the budget yet. Mm-hmm. You have uh, dry powder still in your pocket. 
and then you got multiple nitrogen sources. I like to say we can pick and choose what's most logistically feasible for us and use more than one source. And Hydrus has a place, but if it's not a logistically feasible for you, it's a dangerous um, product, choose another tube. Mm -hmm. um, choose what works best for your operation, but try not to rely on one. I think would be my key takeaway here. Yeah, not relying on uh, on one specifically, and, yes. and more specifically, not relying on just one with the one trip. I think that's yep. being able to split that risk and uh, be able to kind of feed that corn when we uh, think about the corn's needs and yep. its nitrogen uptake. Uh, pretty crucial um, in being able to get that nitrogen at, out there ha and have that nitrogen out there as much as we can control. Yep. Um, the last thing we can talk about is inhibitors, but again, we need to be careful with what we're dealing with here because first of all, they slow loss, and so if you're in springtime, getting your money back on those expensive inhibitors is probably not going to be money well spent. Um, also, beware they're going to reduce your biological activity. You know, they're gonna, you're going to cut down on the very things and the enzymes that and the bacteria that help promote uh, availability to your plant. Um, in summary, let's talk a little bit, and maybe you weigh in on this one, Selena, is when we are talking about nitrogen management, water management, why is it that we want to get water away from the soil, and, and in my opinion anyway, I think it's a good idea. You're getting water away because whenever we think about a potential for for biggest losses is going to be a leaching situation and saturated soils. Okay. Yes. So it's specifically in this situation talking about more of the saturated soils, um, and specifically a lot of those losses as it relates to probably more of a heavier yep. uh, a soil type rather than a, a coarse soil type. But being able to get that water water away, have good permeability through the soil. And not have that that ponding, the saturation happening, because when that happens, um, and losing the oxygen in the soil, yeah. we're setting ourselves up for the potential of a lot of nitrogen loss. And when we so we can lose some nitrogen through leaching, you know. And so, in other words, you put UGO drains in and stuff. Mm -hmm. Water, if there's nitrogen running across the soil. Mm -hmm. Nitrate forming is no longer the cations, no longer it's no longer a positive charge, um, and so it's it's a it's susceptible to loss, right? It's mm -hmm. at risk for loss through leaching, through getting water away. However, if we don't get that water off, we open up a whole other can of worms, if you will. Yep to problems, and so getting the water away, even if you lose some through leaching. Mm -hmm. We're still able to manage the crops nitrogen needs much, much better by getting water off faster. Mm -hmm. Didn't you make a comment on what iOS was talking about, how fast water gets off and how there's, oh. there's it's substantial loss yeah. that occurs as, as you start to get ponding. And yes, difficult to predict and put a, a number on, yes. but um, it, it, the losses due to the ponding of water or yes. the saturated soils can be extremely substantial yes. um, because of due to the nitrogen loss essentially. Yes. So yeah. um, I think kind of big picture here, what we're what we're really trying to get at is 
is how are we going to manage the water that we hopefully get, actually. Yes, right, and it will. Um, Sooner or later, Missouri will rain. Yeah. I don't know what year. <laughs> so being able to, to have those practices in place where we can get, yep. the, get the water away to where we're not dealing with an extreme. Yes. We're not dealing with that extreme saturation. Yes. Uh, ponding situations like that where we're able to capitalize more on our nitrogen management and our nitrogen investment in terra corn crop. And so I think, you know, to, to add to that, I think one, one piece of research said that when all everything aligns and you have saturated soils above 60% and you have temperatures that are warm and your pH is slightly alkaline, they have seen 80% nitrogen loss of applied nitrogen that has been applied lost in five days, which is huge. I don't know that we get into those conditions, I don't get very much, <laughs> right. but I do think we do see those in micro situations of terrace channels and mm -hmm. bottom ground situations. We do see yeah. those. Uh, so another thing we get into as we wrap up here is to mention is we also get soils that are anaerobic, right? We start losing oxygen, which starts to kill off plant roots and reduces mm -hmm. health of plants and disease begins to spike. and we get so many problems that I feel like that even though, yes, we're going to face nitrogen loss no matter which way we cut this, I feel yeah, like I would awesome. rather fight the battle of leaching and losing some, I quote some, mm -hmm. of that nitrogen and deal with that than I would having ponding. So mm -hmm. this time of year, this is if you're watching this in the winter time and, you're, and this is still, you got fields that are dry, Go out and find your spots where you believe water will pond. You know, utilize conservation programs and terraces and UGOs and figure out ways to get water to get out of your fields faster. The quicker you can, the better off in the long run. And then if we get the leaching, we can respond to that by an application of nitrogen. Mm -hmm. There will be a quick nitrification process then because you've got oxygen in the soils and your plant will respond quicker. It can be I mean, you know, that top dress app is expensive, but it can be huge in your yield if your mm -hmm. corn responds yeah. quickly to that. Absolutely. So, we wrap this up and we are done with our nitrogen deep dive. Hopefully it was brief enough um, for us. And anything before we go? I think so. Everyone, thanks for uh, watching this podcast. See you. If you want alerts on what we are finding in the field, go to topagservices.com forward slash signups to receive alert, or subscribe to our YouTube channel. It is our goal to bring you the most recent and advanced information possible. If you have any questions or feedback, feel free to reach out to us anytime. We also ask you that you give us a like and follow our channel wherever you listen to your podcasts or watch these videos. This ultimately helps us reach more people like you. Hey, this has been Wendell Cohen, your show host. Thank you to all who made this show possible. This show is over. See ya.